0: Hello, people, and welcome to another episode of Rethinking Lost, where we rethink across the sea. I know this has been a highly divisive episode. People loved it, hated it, somewhere, somewhere in between. Whatever your stance is, I think you're going to enjoy this episode. I hope you enjoy the brainstorming and reacting that Elton and I go through. I'll let the episode speak for itself. So, here we go. Let's get started. (laughs)
1: Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of Rethinking Lost, a look into the wonderful world of Lost from my dining room and Scott's office, office I'd imagine. Anyway, <laughs> yes, that other voice is Scott Koppelman, I'm Elton McManus, uh, we're here to discuss Across the Sea, which was a Jacob and MIB-centric uh, episode. We got Young Jacob, BIB, MIB, Glowing Caves, Adam and Eve Solved. And it doesn't seem like anyone likes it, which is a bit of a shame, because I thought it was flipping awesome.
0: Well, There's some people like it, but it definitely has gotten a, a hostile reaction from a lot of people. And I, all I can think is, it's a combination of people's theories crumbling. I, I think I said once before, I don't like to necessarily say, well, that's a stupid idea, but some of them were pretty far-fetched. Not that ours weren't. Not that we didn't have ones that were just to, you know, totally not likely to pan out, but... Some people, Mm -hmm. for the longest time, have been holding on to things that you had every reason to already know that wasn't going to be the case. And they rationalized, and they twist and distort, and they built this thing up more and more and more. And this was a mythology episode, and it poked a lot of holes in a lot of those. And so people, I think, were upset. Or they went... To the umph degree <laughs> trying to rationalize still, and other people got upset at them, like you know, come on, drop it already, and it, it's a shame because just watching from the sidelines on twitter it's ugly it's it's sad to see people who were part of a a really close knit supportive community, and not that they're not still that way, but tempers are flaring
1: <laughs> I think people are passionate that's what it boils down to you have people that have their theories that are getting washed away or they're still continuing and they still hold on to these dear theories that they've had for some of them for six years and to see them crumble in a in a fashion, sometimes the easiest answer is the most sensible answer and a lot of the times Lost has done that, it's given you answers in the title, it's given you answers in your face and yet people have still questioned them and said, no, it can't be that, it must be something else or they've latched onto something else in an answer and gone, ah, what about that? Right. And, and the same way that they've over-manipulated other bits, they, they've taken Yeah, there are some mistakes. Some yeah, they, they've taken pieces of the puzzle and thrown them into the light. You know, we would never, we turned, I, I say we as a, a collective of all Lost fans across the world that enjoy podcasts, not just the, the regular viewers. They don't, Necessarily get their, their voice heard, but people making podcasts, people writing about the show, people watching the show and phoning in to other places about this, they created their own Boba Fett of effects, really, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Boba Fett effect, I think that is. Whereas Boba Fett in Star Wars was an awesome guy who died quickly and he was mysterious and cool and he had like one line in all three movies, right? And then all of a sudden we want more Boba Fett. And they, oh, okay, they bow down to him and they they write a whole story around Boba Fett, which is a little bit rubbish. And that's happened with the statue. There was never really going to be any story about the statue, was there? And yet the writers saw that we liked the statue. We wanted to hear more about the statue. So they had to bend over. And when they gave us their answer, a lot of people weren't happy. I personally was happy with the statue. I was personally happy with not seeing the statue. I just thought, oh, cool. A foot. Wicked. Spooky. And that's it. Sometimes the journey is more rewarding than the actual destination itself. Yeah. And a lot of people are getting really upset. And with three and a half hours to go, it looks like some people are uh, losing faith. Well, I think
0: if you've been looking through a certain lens and watching the show and interpreting things a certain way and that's now been destroyed for you it's it's not the show that you thought you were watching mm-hmm. uh, I think it's unfortunate that people let it get that way and I I hope that the final th- was it three and a half ep- hours here Yeah. Uh, knowing full well that it's going to disappoint some people and be unsatisfying for others I hope that, that the overall sense of community kind of stays
1: I hope so and I, I hope there's many rewatches as well. I'm I'm not planning on doing a rewatch straight after. I'm thinking I'm going to give it six months, let it all die down, all the dust settle, have a clearer picture, and then I might go through the whole thing again. Yeah. Or I might leave it even longer. I'm not too sure. But yeah, I I don't want people to like start, start falling out with each other and throwing their pram their toys out of the pram at each other. Yes. Yeah. That's that's not the way it should be, you know. It's, it's a nice community as it is, yeah. And you, you don't want fraction, factions breaking off and oh, I'm I'm a season two man and that's it. There's nothing else left than season two. And yeah, you know, season two is probably one of my favourite seasons. But I still watch the whole thing. Yeah, season six hasn't aspired in my eyes to be. The great be all and end all, but I think that's because we're getting answers, and some of the answers aren't what we want right yeah, I think loss was at its best when it was in between season two, season three going into season four, and we had all these questions we was halfway there, we knew we were halfway there as well, mm-hmm. but we had so much more to cover, we had loads of time to do it in and That was just the big mystery about it. Everything was up in the air. We had a couple of answers, but we just had so much more to look forward to. Now we've only got two episodes, you know, three and a half hours, and it's the majority of it's behind us. Right. And when you get a a big mythology episode like this, it's either going to fall like a lead balloon or everyone's going to embrace it. A bit like uh, Abaterno. I do Right, it's the same. I, I still same style out. episode, yeah. Yeah. but if, I, I. Go ahead. On, I honestly really enjoyed this episode. Uh, I've rewatched it again since, and it wasn't as good. I don't know what that says. I was just. I think when I first watched it, I was really in the moment. I was, wow, this is brilliant. This is exactly what I wanted. And then on the rewatch, you're like, okay. I know this. I've seen that. I know that. Okay, fair enough. And I've never really felt like that about any other episode. It's very strange.
0: I felt it was kind of telegraphed as we were going through, you know, in that initial watch. Even though they were giving us answers in the five minutes prior to getting an answer, it, I felt like they kind of—you <laughs> knew what was coming. You're like, oh, he's going to go over here. Oh, she did that. You know, you could, you could kind of be two steps ahead of the story. And perhaps that's why when you watch the second time. Yeah, There was no real reveal left for you because you had kind of gone through it. And-
1: but isn't that because it's a flashback and we've seen everything that's happened after it. We've, we've got our whole picture in front of us anyway and yet we've still got a flashback right to the beginning before anything else has ever happened and yet we complain about, oh, it's a bit linear. We, we know where it's going to head towards.
0: Yeah, but th- I think the, the process itself of getting from from arriving on the island to creating the smoke monster. I mean, there were there were conflicts and all that. It was just telegraphed, I guess. It was We knew they were going to have a falling out. We knew certain things were going to uh, happen. We knew we had to end at a certain place, but in that 45 minutes of, of action, I think it felt like, not like you were spoiled, but kind of like, uh, we're on page three of the script. Here's page four, if you want to look ahead a little bit. So you kind of knew, oh, yeah, yeah we're going to get there, okay. Yeah, and we're going to go here next. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. It didn't have quite the grab that it might have had. Just real quick about this idea that we got an answer. We did get answers about two key characters, but one thing that I think is a legitimate, not complaint, but uh, way of looking at the, the episode is, all that really happened was they pushed the mystery farther back. So for four seasons now, we've been going... Who is Jacob, and how did he get there, and how did he get his powers, and all the stuff? Well, all right, so we've got that, but now the question is, who is the mother? How did she get there? How did she get her powers?
1: <laughs> yeah, she didn't fall in into a well full of uh, electromagnetism and suddenly come out like a radioactive lady, did she? No, it and it- just she was just always there. She was. I I saw her as Mother Nature on that island.
0: See, I think that's that's the general tone, but. Whether she was lying or not, she said she had gotten there the same way, she'd gone through the same thing. One day she'll have to leave and find a replacement, and Jacob will have to do the same thing. The fact that they ended with Jacob basically being the new her, Mm -hmm. took that whole chunk of mystery we've had about Jacob, and now threw it back about her.
1: Which could be hundreds, if not thousands of years again.
0: So there was uh, an article that someone had put up on Twitter, and it comes from HitFix.com. Dot com and it's an interview by Alan Sepinwall with the producers of Lost, basically discussing the reaction people have had to Across the Sea. We'll put a link to it in the show notes in case people haven't seen it. It has no spoilers about the remainder of the season, but uh, I, I found it kind of defensive. I I feel like they recognize that there's some of the things we're saying, and it's kind of like, hey, this is this is the story we're telling, <laughs> and
1: yeah. Would you say a spoiler would be considered, okay, we're not going to tell this story? Is that a spoiler? Because they do say, you're not going to find out about this.
0: Right. I don't think it is. No? Because it's not information, I would think.
1: But it could be something that people are looking for and it might ruin their enjoyment of... Certain people are looking for a certain thing to happen. Right. And they've more or less said, eh, it might not happen don't get your hopes up that it, it will happen. Right. And even scenes that might reference that, and they might get all excited going, oh, oh it's going to happen, oh, it's going to happen. Or they know that it's not going to happen, and they might go, it's not going to happen. Oh, you know, they could put it there. They could have put it there. And so I I personally think that that could be a, a, a tiny spoiler.
0: I see what you're saying. Well, yeah, in that case, then, it, the article does reference at least two things... Two questions that they know people want answered and say it's not going to happen. Mm. I, I have a feeling that it's going to not even be uh, uh, have an opportunity to do what you just said because that was kind of their defense of it is to provide an opportunity to answer that question would deviate too much from the narrative of the story. Yeah. So, well, we've
1: covered our, our bottoms now, yeah. haven't we? So if you want to go over a look at it, go over a look at it. But we I, I personally don't think that we should actually mention... Right. by name what that right, scene what the things is. Are. Right. Yeah. One thing that I will say
0: is in there and just, just from the idea of discussion for later or why we wouldn't necessarily discuss it there's there's a big debate going on right now about in the episode Man in Black goes in and the smoke monster comes out of the cave. Mm-hmm. And so you know, one of the questions that was asked is uh, a couple readers pointed out that when he goes down and turns in the smoke monster Light in the Cave goes out and people are wondering what that all means and I don't know how much it counts, but they don't answer what it means, they just say you will get more information that will help you understand that in the remaining three and a half hours. Right. So, I don't think that's necessarily a spoiler, just to say you know, where a lot of times they say, hey, it has to speak for itself, it sounds like we will get some better sense of of, of what that all meant.
2: Right.
1: Have we seen that cave before? See, I, I'm wondering if the mother, I'll just call her mother, if mother wanted to hide that, why didn't she just cover it over in branches and stuff like that you know, hide it with the, the reeds and I know everything was everything around it all, all the plants, everything was in bloom wasn't it, it was and the, almost like a garden of Eden in the middle of the island Yeah, everything was absolutely perfect why not just hide it over or do you have to be on maybe like a certain bearing light to get to the cabin
0: that's exactly what I think it is I think it's it's a mini version of the island itself that you have to approach it from a certain direction, a certain path right. to be able to find it because the Man in Black says he's traversed the whole island dozens of times every inch yeah. of the island he can't find it So, and could she that blindfolds be,
1: them could that be why they couldn't find the lighthouse as well
2: Mm-hmm.
0: and I think the cabin, same kind of thing that you have to you have to be looking a certain way
1: you have to right, be going okay. a certain way to find it. Okay. I like that idea because then that's been all the way through the whole seasons. Mm-hmm. I think that's quite cool. Were you impressed or unimpressed with the actual cave? Cabri- uh, sorry, the the cave and all the lighting.
0: Which, the, the actual golden cave?
1: Yeah. I, mm, I like the theory of it. It is very mythological. But a shiny gold cave. That's the only thing that I can really pick on this episode for myself just a a shiny gold cave why not just have a deep dark hole why not just have a cave why does it have to be shining gold and light coming out of it why not just have lots of growth everywhere i was i was a bit disappointed with that yeah
0: i thought it was kind of corny similarly when man in black takes the brick out of the wall and the golden light comes shining through behind
1: yeah because when, when we saw Ben saw, uh, push the donkey wheel, there was no golden light shining out of there. It was only when it was disturbed that the golden or the white light shone out of the, the donkey wheel. Mm-hmm. Exactly where uh, Men in Black was. And I thought it would have been better only when the electromagnetism is disturbed should you have like the white light or the golden light.
0: Well, we did have a white light flash when the Men in Black gets, goes under the cave wall. He goes in, it's gold and then there's a white flash when his body disappears.
1: Yeah. So do you think his body going into that cave released the smoke monster or do you think it became the smoke monster? I know we saw his body after. What what do you think the process was there?
0: Well, my gut reaction was that the smoke monster was a separate entity and then everything that had happened from that point on was basically taking of his form in the way that the monster has taken Locke's form. Mm-hmm. But, I just, going by the descriptions that the mother gave of, of the consequences of going in there, Just I, I'm i inclined to think now that that is a reformation of, of the Man in Black's essence. Because, he talked about how he used to be human and he was stripped of that. That's not how he described, that's not how Locke describes himself. That's how the man in black entity describes himself as he used to be a man. He knows love. He knows all these things. He wasn't always this way. Jacob did something to him that robbed him of his humanity. And so I, I think that it's like a, a peeling off of the human shell yeah, of
1: the man in black. Basically, his soul floating around.
0: Right. And I don't think he's 100% evil. I just... I mean, maybe some morality was is. stripped from him in the process,
1: but... So I see that cave as more of a... I don't want to keep going back to Star Wars, but they love Star Wars. It, it was more like a, a Yoda's cave
2: mm-hmm.
1: where Luke Skywalker went down there and you, you'll only see what you take with you. He takes his lightsaber and then he sees Darth Vader and then he sees himself in Darth, Vader, Darth Vader's helmet. I saw it as that and what you take into that cave will be there. It just seems like his soul's floating around and it's just...
0: Well, we have an explanation of sorts from that article, the hit fix article, where Damon Lindelof says, we've long spoken about the dynamic that nobody is 100% good and nobody is 100% evil. Everybody has the capacity for both, and when you come up with an explanation that's black and white, it turns into shades of gray. People mm-hmm. start out as villains and become sympathetic. Ben Linus, Sawyer, Jin. Uh, we wanted to explain why the Man in Black had behaved the way he does, and to show that, like a lot of other characters in the show, he's the victim of bad parenting. To reduce him to just a supernatural force as opposed to a person was not our intent. Across the Sea was our attempt to say, here's why Jacob feels the way he does about people, and here's why the Man in Black feels the way he does about people, and a bit about their childhood. It's as simple as that, and as complex as the themes of the show are.
1: See, even now, I'm more sympathetic towards... The Man in Black. I've really gone off Jacob. I'm really starting not to like the actor that's actually playing Jacob. He seems too smarmy and just... He seems to blow out his lips every time a question is asked of him. He's like... Okay. He's that guy
0: in your office that you just can't stand. He doesn't get the jokes. He's no fun to be around. You say something or you do something wrong and you're going to fix it. He's going to go and tell the boss. <laughs> it's just like he 's not yeah. one of you he's he 's like the non trusted kind of spy suck up guy yeah he's uh.
1: but where where men in black is more um he 's a more even character he's had he 's had the good life with his mother and brother mm-hmm. and then he 's seen the opposite side he 's seen both sides of the story and he also admitted that the people that he was with are corrupted they steal they pillage they do naughty things they they're trying to corrupt each other, mm-hmm. and yet he's still with them. Well, he respected certain things about them, and yeah. he learned from them. And but Jacob hasn't seen that side. He just sees it through his mother's eyes, and he's like, "Don't go over there." Okay, yes, mother, I won't do. I'll do as I'm told. And he, no, I, I don't want to like a character like that. I'm I'm totally drawn to Man in Black.
0: Man in Black wanted to be with, with his own kind. He yeah. wanted to be there, even, even though he wasn't one of them. There's that, that title again. He you know? walks
1: among us, but he's not one of us. Right. Which, yeah, which is fine. There were, were one or two things that I I feel like I got right in previous episodes. Mm-hmm. We we called out, I think I, re- I remember saying that possibly Man in Black and Jacob were twins.
2: In mm-hmm.
1: recent episode, which would show also a the bad twin, which was shown in uh, Man in Black. Although I, he comes across as the bad twin, he, he's dressed in black, he's the baby that's crying, Jacob's the baby that's not crying, and yet I'm still drawn to Man in, Man in Black. Well, in the end,
0: who killed who? The, Jacob you know, killed Man in Black, for all intents and purposes. Man in Black yeah. saw his entire community wiped out by his mother.
1: And he, all he wanted to do was find out where he's from.
0: Right. I mean, it's she, not and he retaliated against her and he even said to Jacob she killed she burned them alive she burned them all she killed them all Jacob didn't care just definitely Jacob was is, is blinded by his sense of duty and and his love for his this woman but you can completely understand how man in black lashed out I mean if if anything he retaliated and and protected his people but when his mother came to visit he told her this is our plan this is this is who we are. Mm. He never threatened her in any way. And when and, I mean, he killed her, but it's almost out of self-defense and, and not to preserve him, but... She'd already
1: smacked his head against the wall, which oh, is fair play, she, I think.
0: She'd knocked him out. And basically it was clear that she was going to exterminate anyone close to him. Mm. So
1: that's what a war is. You defend yourself. Yeah. Um, I had another thought about the, um, the Smoky. I... I do like the idea of the smoke being his soul or, or his essence because then you do actually get Man in Black walking around on the island, as per se. It would just be a spiritual thing that came out from a bottle. Let's imagine the wine and the bottle thing again. Mm-hmm. I, I was also thinking the water was suppressing the smoke underneath in the cave somehow, very much like the, the Mother Nature, Jacob being the water, elemental uh, theory that I've been trying to drive into people's brains, very unsuccessfully. But <laughs> if it was that, then that wouldn't be the man in black at all. That would just be another supernatural entity walking around pretending to be him, talking to Jacob like he was his brother, but he wouldn't be his brother. And so I'm, yeah, I'm quite happy with the the stripped down version of the man, but he's able to form the man himself.
0: You know, the mother says to him he'll never be able to leave before he turns into the smoke monster. Yeah. She says you'll never be able to go. Now, do you think that's foresight on her part that she knows? Like we've said a couple times, it seems like Jacob kind of knows what's to come. Do you think she knew that that was what was going to end up happening?
1: I think that this is a cycle that's been going on eons, and maybe it can't be going on that much more because of sailing and stuff like that. But you know, th- this is one in many cycles. Well, this and is- you know, she's she's seen it happen all before and she's like, well, I couldn't leave the island. I was always here. So you are going to be on the island all the time. That's it. You, you can't leave. Maybe because that she's worried about Man in Black leaving the island, coming back, and then exploiting the, the island's properties. So that's where I think Jacob was working with Widmore and yet he had him, maybe Jacob had him banished because he knew he was exploiting the opportunities of the island. And yet Ben was working with Jacob even though he didn't quite know it. He was working with him to, I don't know, just look after the island and not exploit it. Ben wasn't out for his own purpose. He was there solely for that island. And Dharma were there exploiting uh, the island I don't think Jacob really wanted them on the island either. Well, I could That's see that. Him-
0: I, I could see that the, the purge was allowed and like every once in a while there's just a mass extermination as people get too close to the, the truth.
1: Yeah, well, they were, they were allowed a certain amount of people on the island, weren't they, Dharma? It was restricted to a certain number.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that could be down to Jacob saying, look, I don't want any more than this. As soon as you start exploiting it, Far too much.
0: Hmm. The idea that he couldn't leave, the Man in Black couldn't leave because he had to protect. Well, that didn't matter now because Jacob's the one who's going to protect. If it's a matter of him not being able to leave because he'll do like Widmore and bring people back to the island, uh, maybe. But I don't see... We're going to have to get more to understand why he can't leave now. I mean, this, this idea that he goes off and everything that we know is erased, uh, unless they're just speculating that he's going to go and bring someone back to capitalize on the, on the golden light, I don't, I don't know.
1: Well, the way I see it now, you have, well, before you had his mother saying, you can't leave, but that's only because she didn't want him as a human form to leave the island and then come back and exploit it. Jacob was there to look after everything. Uh, Jacob threw a spanner in the works because he threw him down the well. He turned it into this essence-type creature. And now he is the actual essence they had to keep suppressed underneath the island. So that's the reason why he can't leave. He's a totally different entity. Himself, his mind, he sees himself as just a normal human being, which is fine because I get that. He is. But he's been turned into this evil parasite thing that everyone seems to see. Now, to everyone, the uh, the black smoke is evil because it comes in, it destroys everything, and it's quite angry because it's been on this island for thousands of years.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But maybe that can't leave the island. That is suppressed underneath the island. That should not leave. But in his mind, when he's just a normal bloke, he wants to leave. And that's fine. Okay, yeah. It, it's more like a prisoner in prison for a crime he didn't commit. He wants to leave, he thinks he's entitled to leave, but yet he can't.
0: Do you think that the area where the donkey wheel is now is frozen because that's a consequence of the change? I, I can't remember seeing whether the the cave went dark after the smoke monster left. So Man in Black goes in, smoke comes out, do you think that basically it's, now, now he is that light even though it's a smoke monster, but that it, it took the light out of the cave?
1: No, I think it took the light out of him.
0: So how do you think it all froze? Down what, down he, there? Yeah, down there yeah, the it was.
1: freezing, wasn't it?
0: But when he was on the other side of the wall looking to put it in, it...
1: I don't know, maybe it hasn't been used for eons. I don't know, see, that, that's, a, that's another little writing thing that has bugged me a little bit. See, when we saw Adam and Eve, well, when we first saw them in the House of a Rising Sun, they were separated, weren't they? Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, the writers have turned around and said, uh, No, these guys have always been together. You know, forget about that first season. That was the season when we were tr- just trying to get sorted. But now all of a sudden, they're together. And they were together when Jacob laid them down. They were together when Hurley said, Ooh, do you think this is us flashing through time and it could be us? They're not supposed to be together. These two skeletons weren't together in the beginning. Why can't they stick to that? And the, the frozen donkey wheel. I just don't understand why it's frozen. It, it was just a well with a ladder going down to it, surely. May surely that is the well that they were digging with the donkey wheel in it. Uh
0: yes. I would think he's gonna redig the well over the next thousand years. Hmm. And Jacob's gonna apparently allow him to do that.
1: Yeah, and put his system in, in place and it actually works. Because the but island. How does been he know moved.
0: like That's pretty advanced. I mean, they can say they understand a little bit about how things work and all, but nobody has a theory of time travel that they're ready to implement with their system of pulleys and wheel. Like, what makes him think that putting the wheel in there is going to allow him to leave?
1: Well, he said mixing the light with water using the system that they're constructing at the moment will allow them to do stuff. I don't think he. He actually said do stuff, but you know, do stuff. So he built it.
0: He he did it. It obviously didn't work.
1: Ah, he built the wheel and he said his the great minds that he was working with, they were building a system that will mix the light and water. Now the, to me these are the elemental well these are the elements that mix together to maybe move the island. I dunno. I d I just don't understand. There there are far too many plot holes now, aren't there? Now that we're ripping it to pieces. Well
0: some are minor. I mean like the the moving in the bodies, it's clearly just they they may have said they had an idea, but they've they've no, since changed it slightly and yeah, but
1: the moving of the bodies that is they've always addressed that the Adam and Eve people would be significant and this will show you that we've been thinking of the bigger picture. I can believe that mm-hmm. that's fine. I they've done it in such a way that yeah, okay, I can believe that. But don't rewrite the first season. It's so bloody obvious. It it really annoys me. I'm sorry, but this is a show that's it is very very good at keeping the con- consistent right the map continuity of
0: errors are minor
1: generally so yeah and they could be huge mm-hmm. yeah they some of them are corrected in the dvds which i've seen but when you have something so big in the whole essence of this show and then they just yeah well you know one was there one was there forget about it No, that's not right. They should still be separated.
0: All right, so they had the book, Bad Twin. They made a big deal about that at the beginning. Mm -hmm. So I can buy that in their original concept of the show, they were on this island, these people crash, and they fall into a conflict between two ancient figures who are twins. And I can believe that they decided that in the cave we're going to be The twins i could believe that it was supposed to be a brother and a sister at one point yeah i I could believe that more likely than i can think they had this whole uh one brother killed the mother and i can't believe they had it that that thought out i could also sort of believe that they knew that the smoke monster was going to be the trapped soul or spirit or or the essence of one of the twins
1: yeah i can see that as well yeah
0: i don't know about jacob when did we first hear about jacob
1: Season 3.
0: Was it in Room 23?
1: Or was it in Season 2?
0: They talked about Jacob's List.
1: Well, we got hints of something bigger when they were talking about a great man. Wasn't Ben Linus in The Hatch talking about a great man? Hmm. You know, him is nothing. You know, I I can't remember how it played out, but I'm sure it was either Season 2, Season 3. It started creeping up. And then we had Jacob mentioned in possibly the end of Season 2. Definitely in Season 3. In season two, didn't they go out to the lion and uh, with the bearded man, which turned out to be Mr. Friendly, and they were asking about him. Is he? he is he the leader? And Ben turned around and said, "Not him. No, no, he's not the leader. Someone's far greater than him. He's nothing."
0: While unseen until the final episode of season five, Jacob has been a significant behind-the-scenes presence throughout much of the series. His existence being mentioned as early as season two. Oh. Both Mikhail and Jacob referred to Jacob as great, brilliant, magnificent man. Jacob's also been referred to as powerful and unforgiving. Occasionally, members of the others have been seen to invoke Jacob's name as an excuse for carrying out their actions. He's sometimes referred to as him.
1: I can see that because they would be carrying out his bidding, keeping the island. They're, they're there as a physical force. Jacob's off to the side in his 4 four-toned statue you got Richard Alpert going in between the, the two camps, giving them lists and orders. And the others are there to keep an eye on Dharma and the whole shenanigans which are going on. I'm trying to give them
0: credit for having had this mapped out. What What's the significance now of having Jacob in the cabin? Whether And we don't think it's Jacob anymore. We thought it was Man in Black who was trapped in there.
1: Yeah, I think on the DVDs they actually... And they, either on the pop-ups or the DVDs, they actually turned around and said, and you can see Jacob flashing in front of your eyes in the cabin when he's having a, a row with uh, Locke and Ben. But that seems to change for me. I'm assuming that that is the man in black, or the man in black actually sit that seat.
0: Right, so Alana goes there, and she says he's not there. And there's the ash has been broken. Yeah. So apparently someone was imprisoned in the cabin. Someone's asking for help. Yeah. We don't know who it See, is. See, to me,
1: that, it would make more sense, it being Smokey in the cabin there. Because he's asking uh, Locke for help, which sends Locke on his mysterious adventures of, you know, something's going on here. I'm special. And he, he's the one who actually gets in tune with the island.
0: It just seems, like, strange. I think they're going to have to show us the conflict that results in that. Otherwise, it's going to have no meaning. Someone, someone is asking for help. Yes. It's not like it was Christian Shepherd in the chair or anything like that. It was someone that Ben had thought was Jacob for a long time. We thought at one point, yeah. or people thought, that Ben was holding Jacob prisoner, but it turned out Ben had never even seen Jacob. And he wasn't really angry about things until later. The smoke monster was running loose on the island, so he wasn't trapped.
1: No, I suppose not, no. Yeah, if the smoke monster was running around on the island, then that must be Jacob inside the cabin. Maybe that was a, a safe place for him to be.
0: We had a theory at one point, and I'm going to say that it might still hold true that that's how they defeat the Man in Black at the end. They trap him in a time loop of sorts. Okay. Kind of send him back and contain him, and that's how this repeats itself over and over, because they send him back and he gets out, they send him back, he gets out.
1: Yeah. I like the idea of them, like Widmore, trapping the Man in Black and you know, maybe using them two big solenoids that Desmond went into, maybe trapping him in there. Turning it on, and he actually gets sent back to that point, and he he's just fluxing through time. He's actually caught in time, skipping around, unable to to remove himself. And one of them flashes is where Ben and Locke are in the cabin, and he just suddenly flashes in there, saying, "Help me!" I like that idea.
2: Hmm. I'm
0: trying to think. You know, Desmond turned the failsafe key, and he was exposed to what essentially is the source, right? Yes. I don't know. Let's see. So th- there's the wagon wheel, or the donkey wheel.
1: <laughs> no one's ever called it a wagon wheel, but of it.
0: But so that's not the same spot as the original hatch, the Desmond hatch.
1: No, the, the donkey wheel is... isn't that the orchid? Yeah, but, alright,
0: so they were drilling... At the incident, they were drilling to get to the donkey wheel, weren't they? Um... They're drilling down to the pocket of energy, and when they did the
1: scan... They had the donkey a donkey wheel there.
0: Maybe it wasn't that one. Maybe the scam was a different place.
1: Well, that was 77, though, wasn't it?
0: Right, but maybe there are two different locations. The Orchid location is different than the the Hatch location. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it would be. But then, didn't Ben... How did Ben get to the donkey wheel, didn't he?
0: They went down under the Orchid.
1: They went under the Orchid. They blew the back of that time machine thing out, didn't they? Mm -hmm. And then he walked through there, didn't he? Yeah. That was the Orchid. There was a donkey wheel there. When they... and in '77, that must have been the Swan or the site. not I like, mm, where was that? So I'm gonna to have to find out now.
0: Yeah, I think it's gonna to have to have been two different places because obviously there there are two different results. But two two pockets of electromagnetic energy, and they said they're all through the island. I was thinking at first that Desmond had been exposed to the source. I think the source is more than electromagnetic energy. It's there's just so many mysteries about it that they're not going to be able to fully explain and and they don't necessarily have to but it's kind of disappointing if if they're claiming that they've known all along you know and, and i can believe that that there was going to be these ancient figures the bad twin that adam and eve were going to be there the black and white stones that this island had a rich history that went back millennia yeah i feel like there should have been an earlier touch on that. I mean, not that we had to get Richard's story or the Across the Sea episode in particular, but early on they kept saying the island is a character. The island is a character. Well, then we were all dying for some bit of information about the island. Yeah. It just to, to do it four hours before the finale to finally say, oh, and here's the wheel and all this other stuff. It, they could have touched on that and and at least given some hints. We could have had this episode... At the beginning of the season, and everybody would have thought the man in black was good and been blown away when he turned around and tried to kill them on the sub.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I found a, a part about the orchid. Okay. If you don't mind me reading it out, it was constructed by men in black.
0: If it says it was constructed by the man in black, that's someone adding that in after this episode.
1: Yeah, yeah. That Well, this is Wikipedia, isn't it? Yeah. So, well, anything can happen here, can't it? December 2004, Ben Linus turned it to move the island. 137 years earlier, John Locke turned the wheel to get off the island. And it was also the place where Peter Chang went down there and he was shown the uh, the sonar image of mm-hmm. the donkey wheel. So it's all the same place. So we've only got one donkey wheel. Okay. So
0: this is just another pocket of energy.
1: Yeah. Uh, what? Where you, where you had Desmond turn the failsafe key, wasn't that a... Uh, the failsafe key... I'm assuming, was a bomb to null and void everything that went on there. Or maybe it wasn't a bomb. Maybe it was their own type of donkey wheel.
0: Well, it resulted in an in, in implosion. It seemed to release yes. the energy. The sky turned purple. I don't know. There's There are things that just aren't going to line up, and there's things that are not going to have specific answers. Yeah. I, I don't know if you remember... On the After Lost podcast, one of the things I had said as one of my answers was, I really believe this is going to become a, a massive fountain of fan fiction. I think that there's all these gaps in the story, and people so passionate about the show, once it ends, are going to turn around and take their theories, and they're going to start writing them as fill-in-the-blank fiction, like like you said, the Boba Fett effect. Yeah. You know, how in the expanded universe of that, all of a sudden Boba Fett became a major character. Oh, he died in the Sarlacc pit. Oh, well, he's back. And he did this, and he did that. And, you know, it, it tells the story beyond and before. I really think that's going to happen here. One big difference is George Lucas kind of sanctions certain bits of, of supplemental literature. Like certain certain yeah. books are actual official Star Wars books.
1: Yeah, I think he, he goes through them all, doesn't he? Or he gets someone to go through them all and you know rubber stamp them and say, yeah, okay, this is part of canon of the the Star Wars universe now.
0: Right, he's encouraged the fan fiction and then he also licenses out people chances to write other things. There's an expanded universe that's official but not produced by George Lucas. It's just sanctioned by George Lucas. Then you have all the bits that other people do on their own. I think there will be a real effort to make this that next kind of thing. And, and we will have probably lost comic books and books. Once, once the writers are done and they say, hey, ABC can do whatever they want with it, ABC will license out the chance for people to fill in the gaps. But I also think online we're going to see a lot of people, especially these people so passionate about their theories, trying to write before Mother, you know, what happened in 300 A.D., that Christopher Columbus actually landed on the island first. And yeah. got all, you know, there'll be things like that. Going well,
1: on. I'm I'm gonna be rushing out and buying a typewriter and uh, writing up uh, how Smokey crossed the the um the sea and killed Anthony Cooper and turned into Anthony Cooper and thus pushing <laughs> John Locke out the window. There you go. It will be written and it will happen. I
0: think, in a sense, some things might be better left for those kind of explanations rather than getting some half-hearted, weak explanation now of who this was or how that was. I mean, there are some big things that you want and they brought in like this man in the cabin we should know who that was and they shouldn't just say oh it was jacob we should understand like well why was he saying help me why was he there was he trapped was it part of the recruitment of Locke? we're probably not going to get that but that's something i think that should have been there since that's how we were introduced to the character but I i think other things like how did mother get to the island the construction of the wheel other little bits and pieces like alana's story I think we're going to get Alana's story. I think we're going to find that uh, she has been on the island before and and interacted with Jacob before. Yeah. But if not, rather than them just giving us some weak thing, I I think licensed official supplemental materials will come up that'll give us that and what the brand meant and something like Desmond's monk. We're not going to get any anything from him, but no, there's a story that, there no. that that would be interesting. That's summer reading, you know. In the way I'm looking at my shelf here, I have seven Star Wars books things that happen after Return of the Jedi, stuff that happened right after Revenge
1: of the Sith, and, and there's a book about Darth Maul, you know, things... Well, you've got thousands of years there to cover, haven't you? Yeah. you got thousands of years before anything happened.
0: Yeah, and as unsatisfying as it may be at the moment for some people, I think there will be a chance for some answers, and if you really are interested in the story, and, and if they choose their writers well, and I'm sure there are people who write for Lost, who are already, like, preparing... You know, the, that little novel, that little paperback they want to sell. You know, they've yeah. probably got a publisher lined up already so that you know for the Christmas season, there'll be a couple of books out that you can go and Oh, the there'll be tons
1: of books, yeah. Okay, right, give me some of your answers then. Um, or your interpretations of stuff. Okay. Why does Jack turn around and say the clothing on Adam and Eve only seems around about 40 or 50 years old?
0: It's Just a mistake. It's a poor decision on the part of the producers, to have allowed that to be in the original script. Probably at that point, not having any clue how passionate the fan base would be yeah. about the show. I mean, honestly, can you remember the bits of dialogue from the... You were watching Battlestar Galactica a little bit, right? Can you remember the yeah. bits of dialogue from the first episode that if, when you get another eight episodes down, you're going to remember, wait a minute, I thought they
1: said it was Red 2 that had been destroyed, not Red 3. Yeah, yeah. Well, from my point... The island has healing powers, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. We've seen lots of people healed on the island. So the way that the writers could say that, you know, the clothing's lasted centuries and only appears to be, you know, 50 years old is because of the healing properties of the island. It keeps everything nice and fresh and tries to retain things. And so these two people are very significant to the island and thus they don't fade away as quickly. I don't know. That's,
0: that's. Even in that article we talked about it says uh, they asked Damon and Carlton about it. Jack says the clothing looks like it's 50 years old. Is he just not very good at calculating the rate of decay of fabric? When they say yeah. <laughs> Jack's not really an expert on carbon dating. He's not really a forensic
1: anthropologist. That's, that's fair enough. But then if I go if I personally go down the route of oh they got it wrong and then get in a huff about it then I'm just going to ruin loss for myself aren't I? If I come up with an explanation for it for myself and I'm quite happy with that I can carry on
2: yeah
0: well they do say maybe the fabric's magic maybe they're expert craftsmen so that it was so well woven clothes but I, I think it's frustrating in the sense that it produced a lot of thinking when they did the time travel back approximately 30-40 years that we were like oh everything everything seemed to match up and it's an unfortunate thing because it it looks like a, a mistake and it and it makes you feel like you you were wrong but because you were misled And and, because you were acting on bad information, I think it would have been better if they had said at some point. I guess they couldn't have done it too recently because it would have given it away. But if at some point they had just said, "Well, he said fifty, he might have been wrong." Yeah. You know, they they knew that was a big deal, and I think they allowed the mistake to go because it misdirected people. But
1: yeah, they have done that a lot. They've misdirected us, and they're quite happy to leave us thinking about the misdirections as well, which is all part of the fun, though, isn't it? Right. Which is where the, the, the simplest answer is normally the, the real answer. Yes. And that's where that comes from.
0: But now why did they so vehemently object to the idea that the smoke monster threw the man into the airplane engine? You Remember the little, they say it's a production yeah. error? If anything, I that st- fits. Why, why not just let that go all this time and say, yes, that was the smoke monster throwing someone into the engine?
1: I still don't see it being a production error. The thing swoops down and then swoops back up and the, the actual engine explodes. Right. But, but and they, went they went out shit, of their way yeah. to
0: refute that.
1: But they, they've had other parts on these DVDs. The, the bit I, I remember is when Son was in the Dharmaville, you have Christian Shepherd there, and you see that person behind Son on her shoulder. Mm-hmm. And everyone's going, oh, oh, it's Claire. Claire was in there with her father, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, wicked, awesome. That's not a production error because surely they would go through that and either touch that up and people were saying, no, they've missed it. Mm-hmm. And yet when you watch the DVDs, that person's not there. That's been wiped out. There was also, um, wasn't Desmond's wife different?
0: Yes, they've changed that too, yeah.
1: And they've changed that in the DVDs. So why not go back to the pilot and just remove this swooping bit of mass and... Get some science people onto that island because there's something black swooping around.
0: Yes. It just, there was no reason to refute that as much as they did. And and like you said, they could have said it was Claire, the, the little woman in the background. That wouldn't have hurt at all or huh. allowed it to be. but Or they could have denied it, but then not edited it out. It seems like they're making their own problems. And I, I feel badly because there's no way they're going to make everyone happy as this comes to a close here. And...
1: I think they made a rod for their own bag. They knew possibly n- not as much as how we'd dive into it so much with the internet and freeze framing and stills and zooming in and mm-hmm. taking audio and reversing it and deciphering it, switching it into two channels and reading the books that they put on there. I'm, I'm sure that they weren't expecting it to be this huge but once it does get this huge, then you have to be so much more on your game. You can't have a production person in the background just going, okay, yeah, the levels are fine. Oh, a mine shot. Shit. Sorry about that. Oh, don't worry about it. We'll just put a, you know, we'll darken it up a little bit. Yeah. It, it's not good enough. Sorry. It's, I, I know they're pressed for time, but they had a bloody writer's strike where they could, I oh, know they're not allowed to write stuff. Are they allowed to edit stuff? Are they allowed to sort stuff out? Are they allowed to do other stuff or does Production just completely shut down. They've had big hiatuses. They've had loads of team meetings where they can say, okay, fine, let's do this, let's do that. They've got on set... Or let's
0: crack down on these things.
1: Yeah, let's make it bloody good. And why, 10 minutes after it's shown, are there screenshots of this, that, and this of production errors? Every time you go to um, the Lostpedia, there's bloopers for every episode. Yeah, some are minor, but...
0: And and some, I think, are even seem like a blooper at first, and then they get it. But you're right. For the style of show, there's a potential for thousands. They do have, was it Greg Nations? He cracks down on a lot of things. But this just seems, for them to say, we've had an idea, we have a plan, it all works out. If Jacob and this brother were always part of the plan, or Jacob and a twin, or the smoke monster yeah. and its twin were always part of the plan, then that whole Jacob's cabin thing should have been... Tightly knit, you know, without a loophole or something.
1: Yeah, there should be lines to follow.
0: Right, especially because that's we're introducing this character. They went out of their way to say it was not necessarily the same actor who would be depicting Jacob later.
1: Which is fine. I'm cool with that. I'm I'm fine with them bringing someone in, and you know, you stand there. We need you for one shot. And it was literally one shot, wasn't it? Right.
0: And I'm sure it was Just, chosen sorry. purposely to possibly look a little like Locke, a little like Christian Shepherd, and hmm. to keep some of the ambiguity in there, but then it has to be somewhat continuous. You have to have some things in mind when you do that.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll give you another for instance, which I haven't brought up until now. There's Peter Chang walking around in some of the um, orientation movies without an arm, and it's blatantly he's got a false arm, but... Come the incident, a metal bar falls on his hand, and he's got a bad hand, and yet he loses his whole whole arm from that? I, I don't understand that.
0: Well, part of that is we never got to see what happened next. You know, maybe no, we didn't. But- he's trapped. Maybe he's pinned in. And But yeah, you're right. It's They could have made it fit better.
1: Yeah. Uh, one of them uh, rebar rods go through his arm. Mm-hmm. But it just looked like a, one of the scaffold... Uh, arms, or the one of the upright struts, casually leant on his arm, on, on his hand, sorry. And he was holding his hand as he was walking away with Miles. He was like, oh yeah, Dad, got to get you out of here. Yeah. And that just didn't fit. You know, didn't the person see the orientation movies? Didn't they say, right, okay, you're going you're to be dealing with this. He's going to lose his arm, arm. Please make sure he loses his arm, or it looks like he could, in future, lose his arm. Right. Maybe... It's down to infection, but we all know that the island's got healing properties.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's something that they drew attention to a hundred times. So it should have been something that got a more consistent treatment. Yeah. Did you have other questions? Or?
1: One last thing. I remember I before Adam and Eve were revealed in this episode, I went to the Dharma Dummies board and put down that Adam and Eve are going to be smoky.
0: I saw that. May 8th, I saw you had it in there.
1: Yeah, that's right. It was way before final i'm pretty sure i mentioned it a couple of times on this podcast as Mm -hmm. well in previous shows i wish i'd gone no this is what's going to happen this is it i can't remember what my last thoughts were of adam and eve i think they were sawyer and someone but i i said it at one point i said it so i'm taking points for that
0: yep you did it's documented there in the dharma dummies board you made your case for it and it's it's funny as you start rationalizing different theories and stuff it's you try to make things fit well i had talked a bunch of times about adam and eve being the result of some sort of sacrifice and so mm-hmm. it was jen and son and then when they weren't there i tried to still think of who would make the sacrifice but now th- that's not going to be it it's going to be gonna have to be something different mm. we went to the critical route with this episode and i i know there is a lot of negativity out there and i know there's a lot of people who are even saying like i'm getting tired of hearing people say that the producers mess things up i i know i'm not saying that and i know You're not saying that either. It's more... It's an episode that told a story. The story speaks for itself. And then it's just a matter of, does it fit? Yeah. And we've tried to talk about a couple things that we thought, yes, I I can see you can go back to the beginning and you can say twin, you can say... There were pieces definitely in place there. There are some things that don't necessarily seem to have been well anticipated. Mm -hmm. For example, the runway. There's a perfect example of putting something in that three years later, when the airplane lands on the island on the runway, you can go, hey, they were building a runway. Yeah. You would hope that everything had that same kind of foundation. And, and not everything does. And some people are really, really bothered by it. Some people are mildly frustrated. I would say there were bits of it that I don't care. There's bits that I'm a little, eh, you know, come on. <laughs> Wouldn't it have taken much to do it a little differently? Yeah. The overall answers they're giving... That's a whole other issue. Some people are completely unsatisfied with them. It's not my story. you know. There's there's a thousand points where we could have branched off. and I think we rewrote Charlie's death scene once for fun. And there were a couple of <laughs> things that we were saying. like, Oh, they could have done this. And oh, they could have done that. And yeah, they could.
1: I'm sure we're doing future as well.
0: Yeah. And that's part of the show. And, and it, I think what's happening is where early on, everybody could think it was going to go somewhere. And it, because there were no answers yet, you could... Think one thing and say, and then they're going to do this, and then they're going to do this, and then they're going to do this, and everyone was like, sure, maybe. But now, with only three hours left, you know that some of those roots just don't fit.
1: Uh, one, one other thing that we did actually get right was Jacob, the little boy, running around on the island, goading, uh, smoky.
0: So what was the bloody hands? That was a little well, he, boy with bloody hands.
1: Yeah, he got bloody hands from punching uh, the B.I.B. in the face loads of times. Yeah. That's what I took that from. That's when he was first trying to run away. Yeah. See, now Jacob is... He's got a very short temper. And it seems... I I still think this rain thing is down to Jacob. He When B.I.B. was trying to run away from his mother, he pounced on him and beat the living daylights out of him. And then again, once he killed his mother, he did exactly the same thing. He's got a very short temper. Yeah, Yeah, okay, fair enough. He killed his mother. But... He's got a very short temper. he snaps just like that. And maybe when he sees bad things happening, he's like... And the elements combine. Maybe he got that from his mother. I'm guessing uh, when his mother threw the man in black against the wall to stop him from leaving, she filled in that hole. She filled in the well.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: She's got this Mother Nature thing, this vibe going on. She's filled in the well, and... Just to spite him even more, she's gone up to the camp and, I don't know, maybe thunder, lightning, bolts, everything like that has destroyed the camp and that's why it's all on fire. I don't think she's a smoke monster herself.
0: No, but I do think there's something in in the sense that she was able to do that kind of destruction. Mm. You know, you would think if it's one woman, even with a gun, like shooting people, eventually they turn and defend themselves. It looked like it was like an instantaneous defeat.
1: Yeah, well, she she also knew about it always just about to rain. Yes, she seemed to have that sense about her as well. I oh, know I'm just getting a mother vi- uh, mother nature vibe about her. So
0: yeah, I can still see him using the elements as it's part of being the island caretaker. The wind, the rain, the yeah, the the plants. What did you think about the fact that the mother, the real mother, appeared and only appeared to Man in Black?
1: I see that as him being special. I don't know why. I'm...
0: It almost suggests there's a counter force to the mother because it definitely undermined. If that had never happened, then the boys would have been with her. Like everything would have gone the way Els and Jenny intended it to. That was the disruptive force. That was what exposed Man in Black to humanity and yeah, and started the downward spiral.
1: Mm. So is is the mother caught in limbo on the island then?
0: like Michael? That seems to be the prevailing theory, that she's yeah. she's like Michael and Man in Black is like Hurley. and
1: Okay, would that be the same as Smoke Monster seeing young Jacob on the island but Alpert not being able to see but Sawyer young could. Jacob? Yeah, but Sawyer could. Can Sawyer see dead people as well? And he doesn't know it? I don't know. But they made it pretty clear that Sawyer could, Alpert couldn't. Could. It was in the same flipping episode, wasn't it? Yeah, so there's a reason behind that, or is there? I don't know. Well, because Jack can't see him. Jack can't see who? Jacob. But that's Jacob, though, isn't it? That's the well, actual both Jacob. man himself. Oh, yeah. But then you had the little boy goading him. Oh, I don't know. Oh, why?
0: Why did I? Because never... he says, you know, you can't kill him. See, so that has to yeah, do with know. the rules. And even that, they were playing a game. That's a real game, right? That game that washed right. on the beach. And I, I, the mother didn't give it to him, I think it washed on shore and the mother claimed she left it for him to kind of keep the illusion there was nothing off the island. Mm-hmm. That's why I left it for you. But so they were, they were playing and I guess Man in Black was, maybe he made up his own rules for it and then he says, one day, Jacob, you can make a game and you can make up your own rules.
1: Yeah. Are we playing Jacob's game at the moment? And where he turned around and said to Smokey, you know the rules. Are, are the rules governing his life at the moment? He's made up this game that we're playing at the moment. Could Almost. it be that that's,
0: they, he made a deal? Brother, I'll let you go, but you can't go unless I get 360 pieces. I can choose 360 people. If if none of them will accept the job, then you're free to go.
1: It might be. and It's all going to work down its way to Jack, I'm assuming. And
0: that's why he can't leave until they're all dead. Yeah. But Jacob is just a jerk. But like, if he he's—I don't like him. No, he's—he's he's like the guy. If he was sitting at your table, you'd be hoping he left early. <laughs> we're gonna all go out for drinks. Should we invite Jacob? Oh, do we have to?
1: It's his game. We have to.
0: Let's tell him. Let's tell him we'll uh, meet him at seven, but let's not show up till seven thirty. Maybe he'll
1: leave. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. You know, it, it seems to me we're playing Jacob's game now. He's made up the rules. He's. He's governing Smokey's life, and Smokey's not liking it at the moment.
0: So. I could definitely see that. And I could see that as some sort of twisted way of, like, he had, like you said, a very temperamental, impulsive reaction.
1: And which is why he turned around and said, you have to find a loophole. One day, I'll find a loophole, and I'll kill you. Yeah. And then he found his loophole, which was, it didn't it didn't turn out to be Ben, who was saved by the island, but more... Ben was the leader and the rules were only one leader at the time. And mm-hmm. we were told that rule by output. Yeah. And everyone thought, Oh, Locke was the leader, but no, it was really Ben that was the leader and then it was just Locke just tagging along behind. Yeah. maybe, maybe the rule is only one leader at a time, but uh Jacob and Man in Black are none void from that. And so you bring the leader in and he can come and go as he pleases. Yeah. But he's got someone there to kill him. So I, I think
0: this is what we're witnessing in a part of is this is Jacob who is not a good guy at heart. He's he's an immature, socially awkward, quick tempered and trying to make up for what he considers like a, a bad thing he did. He's like, Well, I can't undo what I did, brother, but you can't leave the island unless we'll play one one game and the stakes are you get off the island or you don't. So Yeah. <clears throat> here's the deal. I, I pick my pieces throughout history and you know, there's four left. Wow,
1: I don't know. It's I like it. I like it. It would be neat. It's probably not how it's going to be, but well, I think we should draw this to a close. It's uh, quite a hefty episode. It's quite deep. Yeah. I'm not angry. I I really enjoyed the episode. I'm trying to defend it, but there are some niggly little bits that yeah, have to be. You're not going to be able at.
0: to win over the people who are angry. And I um, was on Twitter before. Just to give you an example, there's two two tweets consecutively on my feed here. One is Lost, after Across the Sea is Lost Doomed. And then another one is, I love the episode, Damon, don't let the negativity get you down. So, Mm -hmm. like, just literally 30 seconds apart, two completely different reactions to it. And it's, at heart, a personal experience, what you get from the show or not. And, you know, podcasting lets some people be very vocal about the reaction they're having. (laughs) Oh, one thing we didn't talk about, but M. Carroll on Twitter had posted a tweet that said they had heard the episode was originally titled 23 because this all happened in the year 23 AD and I haven't been able to find the source of that but I did notice the Lostpedia page is kind of taking that as without actually saying it outright they're saying it's 2000 years ago it's around 23 AD that would have been kind of neat if that was the title of the episode
1: yeah but don't they have to have they have to somehow fit the uh, um the title of the episode into the conversation don't they which I only notice around about season four, <laughs> which is really bad, but I'm sure that they mention every episode title in, in passing.
0: Every time I see the title of the episode, I keep thinking of that song, Beyond the Sea. Somewhere beyond the oh, sea. Oh, yeah. yeah. As I read it, I hear that in the back of my head. So. That's the
1: one that um, Shannon sung, isn't it? It is. It's the one at the, the end of uh, Nemo as well, isn't it?
0: Yes, it's definitely the but one she sings Nemo. it in
1: French. Does she? Yes, she does it in French. Come on, man, where's your season one trivia head? La Mer,
0: La Mer. I'm already on Lost Pedia, I'm on it already.
1: Ah, oh, which would be another mirror to the season one.
0: Le Mer is a song written by French lyricist Charles Trenet. It is the basis for the popular song Beyond the Sea. In whatever the case may be, Said asked reluctant Shannon to translate Notes Made on the Map by Danielle Rousseau. Shannon recognized the song as the ending theme to the computerized fish movie, Saving Nemo. That's Finding Nemo. And those yeah. turned out to be the lyrics of the song, since it's popular French song first recorded. Blah, blah
1: blah. Oh, that's a good catch. That's a. I'm I'm impressed with that. Well done. Bravo. Well, I just it,
0: subconsciously, it's in the back of my head. But that's neat. See now there, that's what we're talking about. With like, just have a little piece of something that you can go back to and be like, oh, look at that. Yeah. Very cool. Say
1: redeemed.
0: Well done, guys. <laughs> I do have one other thing that I'm going to ask our listeners. I, I don't know what kind of response we're going to get since we got two entries in our contest. But this involves no audio. It's an email. Just on a personal note, I know we're coming to the end of Lost. I, I'm so pleased and flattered and proud that we get about 1,200 to 2,000 people listening to each show. Blows my mind. My request to each of our listeners is to take 15 seconds, just 15 seconds, and just send an email to RethinkingLost at gmail.com with your name and your hometown. Just if you would indulge Elton and I, and me in particular, just for me to be able to turn around someday and have this list of people all around the world who listen to this podcast. We we get the little stat sheet and the little map and all, but you all know how your moms and dads kept those little... Baby books with like, oh, your first report card, and oh, this was your, you know, little trophy you got in third grade, and all. It it would be kind of cool, I think, to have like a list of something I can point to someday because there may never be another show like this. But if I can turn to my kids no. and be like, "Yeah, Dad and his friend did this podcast, and look, we had someone in Saudi Arabia listening, we had someone in Toronto listening, and it just would be kind
1: of cool." Yeah, we all know that you got computers because you download the episodes. So yeah, if you no don't mind, there. if you
0: could just take a minute and. I'm not asking for any flattering thing or anything, and we're not gonna do anything with your email addresses. It's just it would be so cool if you could indulge us in that. you know just' a quick email, yeah, awesome, nice idea. thank you all right, so that's it. We'll see you in uh well let's let's talk for a minute about the future. There's gonna be an episode, and then there's gonna be the finale less than a week after realistically no.
1: Oh, no. we're not He's gonna going get an to episode end. out
0: between those two, are
1: we in between the two. Yeah. Um we'll we'll do our very best but if we don't you know we'll still be here with two episodes for you at at least.
0: Oh yeah, you know, once it's over we'll definitely be back but I it's 50/50 that we'll get one out between next week and the actual finale episode.
1: Yeah, and time restraints on me actually seeing the episode before the new episode as well. So right. we're still there for you and we still will give you uh, a se- episode 16 and an, and series finale as well. So yep. you're definitely going to get them into separate podcasts. Whether they come out before the series finale or after is is a different matter. But, you know, we'll, we'll yes. see.
0: So we may look foolish, but hopefully not.
1: Yes, I'm talking rubbish now, aren't I?
0: <laughs> we'll do our best. We'll get watch for it. It's coming.
1: All right. Well, that's it, guys.
0: Thanks very much for listening. I Hope you're still enjoying the show and and our show, and uh, we'll see you in a week. Yeah,
1: you know, if if we don't get one out to you, enjoy the finale for what it is. Don't get too angry with it if it's not exactly what you want. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's done. Yeah. Then all the uh, nitpicking can begin. So enjoy <laughs> it while it's still there. Yeah,
0: definitely. All right, guys, that's it. We'll see you in a week.
1: See you guys. All right, tada! Bye. La mer qu'on voit danser
2: dans tes beaux à des reflets d'argent. La mer des reflets changeants sous la pluie. La mer qu'on voit danser. Le golfe clair a des reflets